You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Today is Monday, October the 5th. My name is Lucas Smith. I'm your host for the show. Welcome to the first show of the offseason with the Cardinals falling in a lackluster game 4-0 on Friday. Their season ends as they uh, get beaten three, two out of three games against the San Diego Padres. And it was an odd series. It was a good series. It was a great series. Arguably one of the better ones in the wild card round. The only NL wild card round that went three games. The only one of two overall wild card rounds that went three games as the... Uh, A's and White Sox also went three, so Cardinals put up a fight. I think that after the first game, it's a disappointment, but overall, when you look at the season, uh, this was just icing on the cake in terms of everything. So I'm going to break it all down. The wonderful um, uh, Gabrielle Starr was able to live-tweet this game for me as I was on retreat on Friday night, so I do apologize for missing a game of this magnitude, And uh, but my, my religious responsibilities do come first, and I had to... Uh, honor my commitment to that retreat. But thank you to Gabrielle for live tweeting that game and covering it. She has like a little post game recap that I'll play here in a couple minutes. So I'm going to recap the show, or excuse me, recap the game, play her uh, comments, and then recap the, the the series as a whole and the uh, the, the season as well. And then I'll kind of give a an outline of what the off season will look like. This is my first off season as the show host, so this is what we are what we're going to do, and I'll kind of explain that. But before we do any of that. Today's show is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting product I've ever tasted. The new and improved Built Bar is even more delicious than before. Six amazing flavors that are brand new. My favorites are cookies and cream, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp, along with the 12 original flavors of which I like coconut almond, banana bread, mint brownie, double chocolate, and coconut. These are bars are soft and easy to chew and 100% covered in chocolate, which is great for me. But even though they're covered in chocolate, they're... Still great for the health-conscious person. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, but they're high-protein and high-fiber. Great for the keto diet. And right now, you get a free cooler with your purchase of Built Bar while supplies last. So please hurry up to get your free cooler. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your next order. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. Great product. Sadly, the uh, product that the Cardinals put on the field on Friday was not great. You honestly, Jack Flaherty probably pitched the best game of of his season, uh, regular season or otherwise. Six innings, just one earned run, two walks, eight punch outs. The earned run came on back to back doubles uh, from, or was it? They weren't back to back. They came on doubles from uh, Tatis to, to start the fifth inning, and then Hosmer doubled him home. Um, a batter or two later after uh, Grisham struck out, or after Machado popped out, rather, excuse me. So those two doubles really hurt. Um, they really hurt Jack. But after that, after the Hosmer double, he got he got to put out. So he was able to limit the damage. You know, I think that after the two subpar pitching performances of Kim and Wainwright, this is just what the Cardinals needed. They needed somebody to go deep in this game, and they needed somebody to pitch well deep into this game, and they got that with um, Jack Flaherty going six innings. The unfortunate part was the offense just was not there in Game 4, or Game 3, rather, excuse me. Uh, you had four hits spread between Wong, Edmund, Carlson, and Molina, and it was the only extra base hit coming with a uh, double down the line for Molina. 
And it was just one of those games that they couldn't get anything going. I mean, they worked three walks out of the nine Padre pitchers that came into this game. That's a record. And it was just, to put it simply, an unfortunate showing uh, by the Cardinal offense in a time where they needed to shine the most. So, unfortunate to say the least. And that this game was just, it just felt off. I watched, watched the full replay of it. It just felt off from the get-go. Um, Gabriel, I'll tell you a little bit more details about it, but... Again, the stat that I always like to bring up, 0 for 6 with runners in scoring position. They left 9 runners on base. Padres are 2 for 11. They also left 9. But what really killed St. Louis beyond the offensive numbers were uh, Colton Wong's uh, and Tommy Edmonds, both two couple of different throwing errors, the sloppy defense in the 7th uh, inning that came a lot of couple of runners to score. But even at 3 nothing. You're like, okay, maybe they've got a chance that they can just get into their mojo like they did the last couple of games and get going. And then Grisham with the home run in the uh, eighth inning kind of sealed the deal. Or, sorry, uh, Cronworth with a home run in the, in the eighth inning. And then Rosenthal was absolutely lights out in the ninth inning. As much as I don't like that he's doing it against the Cardinals, I am happy for the guy. He, uh, you know, he pitched really well for St. Louis, had some good moments, and I'm happy that he... Uh, that he's able to to get some outs, and I'm cheering for him the rest of the way. So we'll see how it goes for him. But at the end of the day, this game was just a an unfortunate game, and the Cardinals picked a wrong time to go back to their regular season selves, to say the least. So uh, with that, uh, here comes Gabrielle's comments, and uh, hope you hope you enjoy that, and hope you follow her along for tweeting the game. Here's Gabrielle. Hey Cardinals fans, it's Gabrielle, host of Locked on Red Sox and founder of Grill at the Game. And if you're listening to this, I'm sorry to say that it's too late. Your Cardinals have ended their short-lived postseason run and they are heading home, or rather flying home. They faced the scrappy San Diego Padres who were without two of their regular starting pitchers and used 26 pitchers to cover 27 innings, but they fought back. And tonight, you were shut out. It happens. It happens to my team all the time. You can take comfort in the fact that your team was part of a historic game. San Diego Padres used nine different pitchers from its bullpen tonight. The most pitchers used in a nine-inning combined shutout since at least 1901, both in the regular season and the postseason. So even though it didn't end your way, still pretty cool to be a part of history. The Padres outhit the Cardinals 8-4 to tonight, but the Cardinals were not able to do anything with those four hits. They were 0-6 with runners in scoring position, and they left nine men on base. So not much you can do when you're not scoring runs, especially since the Padres did walk three batters tonight, and none of those guys reached home either. But the biggest story for the Cardinals tonight was actually their defense. The Padres scored two runs in the seventh thanks to some unfortunately sloppy defense and then gave up a home run to Jake Cronenworth in the eighth inning to make the score four to nothing. One of those runs was scored when Yadier Molina dropped the ball at home plate in what should have been a double play between third and home and instead allowed a runner to score, making it two to nothing. That's really, like I said, what cost you the game, aside from the fact that the team could not seem to manage to score a run. The game was actually scoreless until the bottom of the fifth. And they were down one to nothing until the bottom of the seventh when two poor throws by Gold Glove second baseman Colton Wong and third baseman Tommy Edmond made all of the difference in the worst possible way. The Padres actually only had one hit in that inning, which was a leadoff single by Jake Cronenworth. 
but Wong misplayed the throw to Paul DeJong at second base, so the ball ended up in the outfield and Cronenworth wound up at third base. They walked Fernando Tatis Jr. because obviously you would, even though walking Fernando Tatis Jr. just leaves you facing Manny Machado. Machado hit a grounder to third, which Edmund got, but he didn't come down on the bag. And then he threw home for a force, but Yadier Molina stretched for the throw, and it bounced out of his hands, and the run scored. And then Reyes walked Eric Hosmer, and another run scored. It's unfortunate because Jack Flaherty actually had a great outing tonight, only allowing one run, striking out eight batters in six innings, before Alex Reyes came in and gave up the other three runs over the final two innings of the game. It's especially sad for Flaherty, but for the Cardinals overall, having had to play 53 games in 44 days to make up for the game's loss due to the COVID situation, it's just a heartbreaker. I really feel for you guys. Then again, my team didn't even make a postseason run, so look, I'm a little jealous you even got the chance. Anyway, thanks to my pal Lucas, the wonderful host of this show, for letting me tag along on tonight's game. And I hope that the Cardinals have a restful offseason and come back strong next year. And who knows, maybe we'll see you for another Red Sox Cardinals World Series one of these days. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great offseason. Big, big, big thank you to Gabrielle for that report and for her tweets as well throughout the game and conversation with her about the Red Sox and Cardinals. Uh, uh, might be unorthodox for these two teams to pair it up, but a uh, big, big thank you to her. And she also did want to um, add her condolences to the Cardinals fans of the passing of Bob Gibson. She had already exported the file when the news broke, and she said, quote, I'm so sad he was such an incredible part of this game, end quote. So thank you for that testament, Gabrielle. And um, don't worry, guys, I'm not going to just forget about him because I obviously do want to talk about him and Lou Brock, but... Um, so th- again, thank you to Gabrielle for that for that report and for her for her kind of words. So uh, in, in just a moment, I'll kind of give my thoughts overall on the season and uh, kind of where we go from here as we navigate through the off season. That's coming up in just a moment. When you need red wine at 4 p.m., sushi at 9 p.m., a breakfast burrito at 8 a.m., or ibuprofen at 10 a.m., you can Postmate it. Postmates is your personal food delivery, grocery delivery, whatever kind of delivery service all year round. Anything you're craving, Postmates will deliver. They're the largest on-demand network in the U.S. and offer delivery from all the restaurants, grocery stores, and convenience stores, and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, Postmates will bring you what you need within the hour. No more trips to the store. Heck, you don't even have to know where the store is. Postmates will deliver anything to you. Download the free app on iOS or Android, browse local restaurants and businesses, and track your delivery in real time. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 off free delivery credit on your next seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 off of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need it, Anytime you want it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code locked on. The Cardinals ended their regular season at 30 and 28, um, and they uh, end their postseason run at one and two following to the Padres and 
before I get into what the rest of the show is going to look like on, or what offseason and, and what the season looked like, I just wanted to say my thank you to you guys. Um, these are unofficial numbers that I can read. My Locked On bosses haven't uh, told me this, but from what I can tell, that's the largest audience that I've ever had was last week uh, in terms of, of downloads and listens and my Twitter interactions are going up and everything like that. So a thank you from, from the bottom of my heart to you guys because w- without you guys, this show wouldn't be possible. So I just wanted to thank you for, for joining me on this incredible ride and hope that you stick with me through the offseason. And I, ju- I just can't thank you guys enough for, for all the listening listenerships and, and kind words as well. So thank you for, for joining along and, and please continue to join along as we navigate the off season and look towards 2021. So I just wanted to say thank you for that. Um, and the uh, yeah, the Cardinal season was was an was an odd one to say the absolute least. Um, they were 30 and 28 after a 17 day layoff. I said it on Wednesday, Thursday, Tuesday. I think it was last week. I don't know. I said it before, and I'll say it again. For this team to make the postseason is absolutely, simply remarkable. This is a team that had to deal with um, a a question mark going into the season of COVID just like everybody else did. This is a team that dealt with a 17-day layoff and played more than 50 games in 40-some-odd days. This is a team that had numerous, numerous, numerous debuts. 13, I think the number was. This is a team that had question marks on them the whole season, and they didn't answer every single one of them every single time. But they answered the bell enough to get to the postseason. So I, my, the credit goes to them for making it this far. To take a very, 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 very talented Padres team to three games, which I don't think most of us thought they would do. This team deserves all the credit in the world. Like I said last week, not only for their testament as athletes and as professional baseball players, but as people and as human beings to navigate this and to still come out with a postseason run. That is an incredible testament to their will and to their fight as human beings. And I just wanted to say that before I said anything else. Um, that said, there are definitely some improvements that need to be made in the offseason. There's no question about that. Um, you know, Offensively, um, there's a question at, uh, at the DH position. There's some questions in the rotation now. There's a question of Wainwright and Molina. Uh, there's a couple questions maybe who do you want as the guy in the closer's role. Um, so definitely, questions need to be answered. I get that. I just didn't want to go through this show and not say how incredible this season was, how remarkable this season was. Um, in post-game comments, that's what these guys talked about, how it's very disappointing, but you still had guys step out, step up all year long in times that they needed to. Wainwright stepped up countless times. Kim stepped up a lot. Dakota Hudson stepped up a lot. Jack Flaherty, not necessarily during the regular season, but he stepped up a ton Um in, in the postseason, well, a ton, I guess, is a, an odd way to say one game. But he stepped up big time in the winner-take-all game, and just the offense wasn't able to get enough done. And I think that the offense is one of the most inconsistent things that we've seen this season, and that's the number one priority. Pitching, I feel like they can manage with, they can deal with it internally for the most part. They might have to make some trades and things and, and signings, but we'll deal with that in a, in a future episode. Um, but offensively, they, I think they're going to need to find some external... Um, some external options. I think Harrison Bader has shown flashes for three years of how talented he can be. He's also shown flashes for three years of how bad he can be. He struck out five times on Wednesday. Um, so I think that Cardinals need to sit with themselves and say, was 2020 their make-or-break year, or was 2021 his make-or-break year? I think O'Neill didn't do anything to show you that he's ready for a full-time position. I think Dylan Carlson 
did. I think the Cardinals might need to find a right field option to uh, pair with Fowler to maybe uh, platoon whenever there's a left-handed pitcher because Fowler does not bat well against uh, left-handed pitching as a switch hitter. And then there's just a lot of question marks on this offense, but they were, they were gritty. They, they grinded. They were put together some good at-bats for the most part. And this, this team deserves credit. I'm not going to say that enough. I can't say it enough. Uh, but at the end of the day, this was a team that fell short of its ultimate goal. Because this team's goal, I think that they had the pitching to do it when they were right. It was to win the World Series. And I think that they showed that by shutting down one of the best offensive in baseball for six innings on Friday night with Jack Flaherty on the bump. Um... Uh, but at the end of the day, th- that COVID layoff, they couldn't really string together any wins during the regular season. They need to find a way. And I get that they were tired. They played 11 doubleheaders. Uh, they were tired. They were worn out. They, they probably had very limited amount of energy. But this team next year needs to find some ways to string some wins together. So um, this season was, was a rocky one. It was a rough one. Uh, but the, I think they did the best they could with it. They, they navigated the waters really well. And at the end of the day, like I said, Postseason runs extremely impressive. So moving forward to the offseason, because this is my first time as a host in the offseason, what I'm thinking of doing first, first of all, tomorrow on Tuesday, I'm going to kind of do a show highlighting and remembering Lou Brock and Bob Gibson because there are two Cardinal greats that the Cardinals lost within a month time span. I think it might have even been three weeks. So I'm just going to do a show highlighting them. I've got some memories that I want to share about Lou Brock, some comments I want to share about Bob Gibson, and... And, and, and stuff like that. So I, I just want to take tomorrow to kind of recognize them and remember them and give them the uh, recognition that they deserve. Two Cardinal legends. So look for that tomorrow. Uh, and the rest of the offseason, I'm going to start with kind of a position-by-position position breakdown. Uh, I might put a poll out on Twitter to see what you guys want me to start with that, but I'll definitely do that position-by-position. Um, position. And then as news comes, obviously, uh, I will be sure to, to break that and uh, talk about that with, with any news that might come as a St. Louis Cardinal fan that you guys would need to know. So... With that said, obviously, if you guys want any content from me, like if you guys want me to talk about anything, my email's open, lockedoncards at gmail.com. I'm pretty sure my DMs are open. Um, LJ Fastball on Twitter, LO underscore Cardinals on Twitter and Instagram. So please feel free to tweet at me, to email me, to mention me, to slide into my DMs, to tell me what you guys guys want me to talk about as well in addition to everything. And uh, obviously answer some questions to uh, ponder the what the Cardinals can do to answer their uh, offensive questions as well. I've got some ideas. So this this train does not stop moving for the offseason. So make sure you're still aboard, and uh, I'm happy you're here. So I just wanted to say thank you to all of you for listening as well again. And uh, keep it up during the offseason and keep interacting with me because I'll still be watching the games and still have my input on things. So uh, with, with that, that's all I've got. Again, big thank you to Gabrielle Starr for her report and joining the show. Um, but that's all i got. Happy Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Please stay safe, stay well, and have a great day.